Broadcasting live from atop the Rocky Mountains, the crossroads of the West. West. You are listening to the Liberty Roundtable Radio Talk Show. show. All right. Happy to have you along, my fellow Americans. Sam Bushman live on your radio. Hard-hitting news that it was refused to use, no doubt, starts now. This, my fellow Americans, is the broadcast for January 27th. In the year of our Lord, 2023, this is our one of two and the goal always to protect life, liberty, and property, to promote God, family, and country on your radio in the traditions of our founding fathers. Yes, indeed, we use the blueprint for liberty, the supreme law of the land, the Constitution of the United States of America, the checks and balances brilliantly put in place by the founding fathers, one of the great peaceful solutions we have at our fingertips, and as you know, we reject revolution. We stand for peaceful restoration of the greatest country on the face of the earth. It is a freedom-loving faith filled we're taking america back one heart one mind one issue at a time friday yesterday quickly we talked with brian rust and kelly finnegan rustquinnandgift.com we talked about the honest money report we talked about inflation out of control one year after biden said it would be temporary we talked about the irs warns taxpayers they better answer the new question or face consequences delayed tax returns and or even penalties the irs has warned that many taxpayers better answer the digital currency thing tracking all of your bitcoin and whatever else you want to call that fake money right the irs also says that taxpayers ought to expect a smaller refund this time because hey there's not all the stimulus and the laws have changed and so uh you know just expect less return on your taxes. Or or if you didn't give the money to the government in the first place, expect to pay more is the whole reality check, right? We talked about Goldman Sachs struggling as well in the, quote, booming economy. 3,200 jobs, roughly 6% of their workforce. Why? Because they say they are expecting uh, rough waters ahead. Economic challenges. And they say it's been a tough foray working with consumers. What does that mean in different language? Folks can't pay back their loans. And it's so bad that Goldman Sachs, of all people, have to lay off 3,200-plus people. We talked about Biden sending tanks to the Ukraine. Does this make this a Western war against Russia? And I want to bring on Dr. Scott Bradley with me right now. FreedomsRisingSun.com is his website. With that question, does sending tanks to Ukraine make this a Western war against Russia? Welcome, sir. Well, thank you. I uh, I was just going to say yes and let's move on. But it's always been a Western war against Russia. You know, I just can't let one sleeping dog lie. This has been a NATO proxy war against Russia. We uh, need to understand the NATO precipitated the war. Now, of course, you know, you may say, well, there's other issues. And yes, indeed, there are other issues that, that complicated and, and probably give more justification for what Putin did. But, uh, I mean, that's, that's kind of, oh, man, talk about poking the dog with that one. But um, I am absolutely convinced that had NATO not taken the steps it did, to encroach closer and closer and closer and closer and closer to uh, the Russian borders. Uh, Putin's position is basically, you guys, 
you keep moving your forces right up to my front door. What do we, what do you expect me to do? And and then you hear this, you know, the Sweden Finland thing. There's even discussions now of bringing Finland on. I mean, get a map out, and take a look at where Finland is. And of course, for years now, in fact, well, oh man, it was what six, five, six years ago. So maybe as long as seven. Time flies when you're having fun. We were back in Washington D.C. trying to deliver a message, you know, to. Uh, uh, the House and the Senate, and that's when Ukraine was making their big pitch. I don't know if you remember that, Sam, but but they came. Yeah, in that was nine years ago. But yes, Not, was it that long ago? Holy <laughs> cow! That's why that's why you're so old. But at any rate, oh, um, out, <laughs> slam, slam. <laughs> anyway, like yeah, you've so always told me. It's not the years, it's the miles. That is <laughs> right. You know what, though? Uh, look, you got Russia, Ukraine. We're in over 130 nations militarily. We have been for decades. But here's the next question that relates directly. What about the coming war with China? The coming war over Taiwan? The Wall Street Journal has been writing relentlessly about that one, Doctor. Well, I'm sure they have. And, and absolutely, China is probably the most viable threat that the United States uh, experiences or is, is, uh, should have concerns about at this point. But but wait a minute. What what's the deal here? Uh, Joe Biden has made them his closest bosom buddy. I mean, the, he and Hunter have been over there cutting big uh, business deals, and the, the the Joe himself is taking you know big bucks out of this thing, and and uh, the Chinese intel. Yeah, but there's no accountability now. though. Kevin McCarthy's no, not really not. doing anything. His investigations haven't even started. No, there's there's nothing going on, and what we have is. Uh, is Biden assuring us we've got a clerk in the catacomb, catechisms or catacombs, I guess I should say, of uh, of the Justice Department, you know, some gnome in the basement that's turning um, the pages and saying, oh, this is this is OK and this one's good. And anyway, uh, I you know, it's just astonishing to me. We do have viable threats out there. I don't know if uh, war is imminent. Uh, you never know exactly what's going to happen when somebody gets a burr under their saddle. But you think about China has, has had a free ride since, what, 19, about 86. It was a, a deal that uh, the Reagan deal did with the Congress giving most favored nation status to China. What does that mean? It means that they have they can pick our pockets with all their trade and and we give them free open doors, and they just are pounding us to pieces. And so they don't have to take us over. They're buying us now. I mean, you look at some of the uh, purchases they're making of land in the United States. And uh, what they're doing is they're taking all these surplus trade dollars, and they're you know, just basically plowing them back in, taking an equity position in the United States. Yeah, yeah, we're, we're led by some of the dumbest people that have ever walked this planet. And, and we're... We're cheering them on. Nobody's watching the, the foxes in the hen house. It doesn't seem to me, and and they're in. What's the? Oh yeah, I saw that Senate thing the other day. Uh, Utah Senator Mike Lee was on it. They're talking about the, the process by what tickets are bought for concerts. Woo woo! The Senate is right in the middle of that one. That just thrills me to death. And if you don't get the sarcasm, please. Yeah, it's an absolute radio. waste of time, and that's what I'm talking about. We've got literally criminals in the White House with national security uh, problems and, and implications, and they're like, hey, I kept my promise and put so-and-so on the committee. 
<laughs> what? I mean, I appreciate that, but you know what? We don't even need most of these committees, do we? Do we need all these committees everywhere giving people special privilege and seniority at the trough of government with special privilege to, you know, um, lobbyists and such like that? I just don't see why we even need most of these committees. Well, we don't. I mean, obviously, in fact, this is, uh, you know me, I always go back and look at history. The reason the Constitution has the requirement for meeting in Congress is that, uh, first of all, number one, they thought a lot of states wouldn't give it much credit or credibility. And number two, they thought, you know, once they get everything in and, and done, you know, like the coinage act that they needed to create to create the United States money, you know, Article 1, Section 8, Clause 5, the power to coin money. But once they got those things in place, it was going to be kind of on autopilot. And, uh, yeah, but, you know, we maybe better have Congress in session in case something big comes up. And, you know, like uh, England decides to do a Chesapeake uh, uh, affair kind of thing, like they did in the Thomas Jefferson days. So we better have them there just in case we got a something that's emergency that comes up. But really, the American founding fathers did not consider the fact that they would be injecting themselves into every level of our government. I mean, not our government, our, our, our lives, our existence. I mean, we have every single stinking turn along the way. They're, in, they're intrusive. The bigger boot comes on our throat more heavily every year. And it just doesn't happen at the national level. It's happening at the state levels, too. And, and so we find government getting bigger and bigger. We find, oh, yeah, yeah, I know. They did the Roe v. Wade thing in June. So a big victory for life, although t to watch it unfold, you're saying, wait a minute. Abortion seems to be a bigger issue now than it was before. But, but the problem is everybody that Donald Trump appointed, they may have been more pro-life. I take my hat off. That's wonderful. I'm glad. I'd like to see it some, come out of it. But the fact of the matter is everybody that went in there was a bigger government shill. I mean, every ruling that they had made in the lower courts gave government a bigger footprint on us. And so, you know, here we have little bones that are thrown, if you will, and everybody thinks, oh, my goodness, look at this. We're pro-life again. No, yeah, no. You look at how they're sending through the mail uh, potions to kill babies before they're born. I mean, you know, and, and uh, uh, Blackstone talked about that in his uh, first volume of Commentaries on the Law, about how potions are used. And, and uh, yeah, they knew how to do that in, in uh, 1765 when this was written. They knew how to do it in ancient Rome, for crying out loud. And now the United States, uh, many uh, organizations are facilitating, through the U.S. Mail Service, a dead baby. I mean, it's just astonishing. Ladies and gentlemen, we have got to turn back to Christ. You also need to watch the documentary Grid Down, Power Up. We talked about that yesterday a little bit as well. Um, we also talked about the New York Times seeks documents in a lawsuit against Fox News. That's an interesting case. Most of the evidence of the cases remain under seal because Fox lawyers want it under seal. This is about the election issue. Uh, why does Fox want the information sealed? We'll talk about it a little more in seconds on your radio.
Have you ever heard of Loving Liberty Ladies? Well, the Loving Liberty Ladies are here to help you learn our American heritage and the way it affects today's society. The Loving Liberty Ladies also have a discussion guide called Proclaim Liberty. And with this guide, you can start your own group in your hometown. Get yours today on our website at lovingliberty.net. Look for our lesson supplements too. They're free. To hear all the special offers and to join the fight for freedom and liberty, please go to lovingliberty.net. The spirit of the American West is alive and well in Range Magazine, the award-winning quarterly devoted to the issues of the American West. Each issue contains informative articles, breathtaking imagery, as well as the culture of cowboy spirit today and gift ideas like this year's Buckaroo calendar. Order online from rangemagazine.com. Loving Liberty Network salutes the spirit of the American West at rangemagazine.com. Why does the left lie constantly? Because they get spiritual power from lying. The lies come from Satan, the father of lies. John 8, 44. Here's how the political lying process works. Satan provides the beast with a lie. Then the more they use the lie, the more spiritual power they get. Look, the media is a lie multiplier, and this multiplication gives more evil spiritual power to the beast, and that can overwhelm and even deceive the body of Christ, especially when the body is being disobedient to the head. The churches today are incorporated, so they're subordinate to human government. They obey the beast and do nothing to restore our national relationship with God. And the government shall be on his shoulders, Isaiah 9, 6. That verse is not for the present-day church. Rather, it is for the end-time church, the body of the Lion of Judah, a message from Christ Kingdom Ministries. All right, back to you live, ladies and gentlemen. Sam Bushman on your radio. Hard-hitting news. The network's refused to use continues. Dr. Scott Bradley with me. Freedomsrisingsun.com, his website. That's freedomsrisingsun.com. Check out his incredibly award-winning collegiate series, To Preserve the Nation. Also check out his incredible weekly webinars, Q&As on the Constitution, uh, and more. Again, at freedomsrisingsun.com. Uh, now, we're talking about this, um, I don't know what you want to call it, this uh, issue. How, how do you want to respond to this, Scott? I kind of gave you the hint before the break. Well, t- tell me where you're going. First of all, yeah, just give me another, give me another one. I, so I spent the break researching another horrific uh, challenge that we're facing because of idiocy. But tell me about it again. I got my mind shifted to another uh, subject matter. Uh, so. All right, there's so many issues. I've covered so many different uh, topics and stuff like that. Look, the Republicans aren't doing any good at all, as far as I can tell. They haven't started a single investigation on any of these guys. Uh, and, and I look at this and I say, we literally have criminals everywhere, okay? And I don't see any any difference. They're taking away our gun rights left and right. I don't see the Republicans doing anything about it at all. I see them just focusing on, like, committee assignments and, oh, we kept our promise on this and that. But nothing seems to matter at all. Well, it's all, all just housekeeping stuff that they're doing right now. And it's, uh, yeah, they need, they need a house cleaning. That's for darn sure. But, uh, but the, oh, we, were t- we had been talking about uh, the American Founding Fathers and this idea of, of uh, 
where the, the general government ought to be intruding. They shouldn't be at all. There's limits and bounds. Um, Jefferson, in fact, used the term tax gatherer. And uh, the, so those were the tax collectors. And he made the, the, the comment that, that American citizens just don't see tax gatherers. There aren't any sheriffs of Nottingham running around pillaging and plundering, you know. And, and of course, in the Declaration of Independence, we read about uh, swarms of officers that uh, are basically eating out the substance of the people when under the, the king, and, and that was one of the things that precipitated the, uh, uh, you know, the whole Revolutionary War thing. Uh, they went to arms, for crying out loud. And uh, it seems really quite weird to me. And that, that was kind of the j vein of where I was going with, with kind of where I was thinking during the break there. I mean, this, this uh, deficit spending stuff and the, the uh, national debt, it's over $31.5 trillion now. And, and it's just, it's metastasizing. It's a cancer. It's devouring us. And, and you know what we always do, what we don't do, you and I don't do, but the Congress always does, they wring their hands, they get kind of breathless and hyperventilating about, oh my goodness, we're all going to die, this thing is so terrible, we won't be able to make our, make our payments and everything like that, and pretty soon they, they bump it up again. And, and there's, two years ago I think is when they last did it, and they said, yeah, we're going to make sure we don't let this happen again like this. And it was just two years ago they bumped it the last time. There's been nothing that says we're reducing spending. No effort whatsoever. And so every time they get to it, they become, you know, kind of uh, just hand-wringing little spinsters that are so worried about what's going to happen, we won't be able to pay our debt. Well, you know what? I think it was last year they had, uh, last numbers I saw, uh, $4.9 trillion was the revenue stream for the United States government. We exceeded that by about another trillion. So $4.9 trillion, we exceeded it by another trillion. And so what happens if we, if we don't raise the debt ceiling? It basically means we can't spend any more money than we got coming in. That's what you do, Sam. That's what I do. We have to say, golly, I've got to cut back a little bit and eat more lettuce or, and, and not as much meat, whatever. But but the fact of the matter is, no, they can't seem to say that, that if we don't raise the debt ceiling, they might have to tighten the government belt, let some employees go, reduce some programs, but we can they can continue to spend the amount of money that's coming in. That's the way it is. And, and so stop this hyperventilating. Let's put it on pause. Now... By the way, you talk about Kevin McCarthy and some of the agreements he made when he got made Speaker of the House. They were going to tie raising the national debt ceiling to um, uh, cutbacks. Uh, you know, yeah, we'll cut back. They're saying now, again, I I, th I think that's way too much. You're letting the you know the the camel with the nose in the tent with this, but but they say yeah, we're gonna we're gonna tie any debt ceiling increase to. Um, uh, to cutbacks, and so we're gonna we're gonna go about a process, and that's what should happen. Uh, to the point that they really reduce some things, but Joe Biden is saying, no, we're not going to negotiate. We're not even going to talk about this. We're just going to raise the debt ceiling. Those turkeys. I mean, it's absolutely absurd. Yeah, <laughs> there's no there's no recognition. Look, Article One, Section Seven of the Constitution says the House originates all money bills. Don't originate any money bills. 
don't do it. And then see if uh, the president becomes a little bit less arrogant. He, he won't. He's entrenched in that. He's been there for <coughs> so many decades now that we can't even hardly imagine it. But the fact of the matter is that's what they're, they're just completely stonewalling them right now. And, and our, our, our national debt is blooming, and um, our, that's our admitted national debt. The unfunded liabilities that are there that we continue to make promises on are blossoming even more. Our, our grandchildren, great-grandchildren are going to have to pay those bills. No, we're, the, it's completely broken, and Biden won't even meet with the Congress that has the purse strings. Are you kidding me? This is criminal, absolutely. Nobody's obeying their oath of office. Just say no. Quit feeding the beast. But And, and we can continue to operate within a, I mean, $4.9 trillion, I think, was last year's revenue stream. What? We, we just can't seem to fit it in such a tight budget. I don't know. Holy cow. So that's where my mind was, Sam, when you came back from the break. It, it's just absolutely astounding to me. Well, you're right about that. But you know what? I just want to maintain this point that they're doing nothing. Uh, and I really want to point that out. Let me give you some examples of what's happening on Capitol Hill right now. Remember last time you were on, I said, hey, what's happening up there? Do we even know what's going on up there? And none of us could really even say what's going on up there. But I've got intel because I decided to dig in hard and research it. So it doesn't come to you. you got to hunt it down. But here it is. Are you ready? I the Treasury know. Department <laughs> will not yet comply with congressional requests for Hunter Biden's banking records, the agency said on Wednesday. So they're like, hey, will you please give us Hunter's records? And they're like, no. No, wait a minute. Um, <laughs> the Treasury Department, you know what, Sam, if somebody came to you and said, <laughs> Treasury Department wants to know the last check you wrote, I don't care, the last hundred checks, whatever. You're standing tall saluting because you know you're going to be strung out, hung yeah. out, and dry. But no, and, look, Congress uh, is asking for this, and the Treasury Department is just like, no, we're not willing to comply. Okay? Now, listen to the next headline to make my point. Republican House Speaker Kevin McCarthy and Democratic Minority Leader Hakeem Jeffries seem to be developing a warm professional relationship. Don't you feel good about that? <laughs> No, no, no. That's always been it is, buddy. I mean, forget it. They're better friends than we are. I and, know, and which is about impossible, everything. but it's, it's well, true. Well, we've been lots of years as friends. I don't know. Holy cow. Now, listen to this, though. So they, now they're developing a warm relationship, says the media. Now, here's the next headline. Twitter and Tesla CEO Elon Musk made a, quote, surprise visit to the U.S. Capitol on Thursday to meet with House Speaker Kevin McCarthy and House Minority Leader Hakeem Jeffries. And the reason that he went there is because he wants to talk to them about how he can make sure, now that he owns Twitter, that he's fair to both sides of the aisle. Huh, he's got a big chit. You know, that's a, so let me no, he, get he's this got right. something to play in this. Yes, he does. So let me get this right. He basically takes over Twitter, exposes all the corruption in government, says, golly, government got in bed with Twitter. It's horrible. Then he turns right around and goes to the, quote, two leaders that are now supposedly developing an incredible friendship, and he says, hey, how can I make sure that I let the government, both sides of the aisle, control me? Just like no, the no. <laughs> previous it's guys a power play. did. 
right? It's a power play. I don't like either one of them. How does that how does that play in this? Game? I agree. But look, why would you go to the government and say, hey, I want to get your guidance. I want to make friends with you. Now, the next question is this. You can't even get a planned visit on Capitol Hill and talk to these people. This guy walks in with a surprise visit and everybody drops everything and goes, hey, Elon's over there. Stop everything at the house. Stop being buddy, buddy, uh, Jeffries and, and whatever. Stop putting people on committee. Elon's here. And then they roll in and they have this big old love fest powwow. And then how do you expect um, Twitter to be independent from government with that kind of a meeting or that kind of a starting point? Liberty Roundtable live in seconds, folks. Dr. Bradley on your radio. Pursuing liberty, using the Constitution as our guide. You're listening to Liberty News Radio. USA News, I'm Lance Pry. A sudden death has happened to an NFL player that was just 25 years old. The Detroit Lions announced Thursday that former NFL defensive end Jesse Lamagne died. The team said in a statement, Jesse was a model teammate and wonderful young man who has gone too soon. End quote. It's unclear what the cause of death is at this time. Five former Memphis Police Department officers who were fired following the arrest of Tyree Nichols, a 29-year-old motorist, who died days after a traffic stop and attempted getaways from officers. The police officers have been charged with second-degree murder and booked into the Shelby County Jail. Tennessee Bureau of Investigation Chief David Rausch. I've been policing for more than 30 years. I've devoted my life to this profession, and I'm grieved. Frankly, I'm, I'm shocked. I'm sickened by what I saw. Police body cam videos will be released to the public later today. CIA Director Bill Burns arrived in Tel Aviv this week for visits to Israel and the occupied West Bank, where he's expected to meet Israeli and Palestinian leaders on both sides. Burns' visit was pre-planned, but it takes place during a significant escalation of tensions between Israel and the Palestinians in the West Bank and Gaza in recent months. A fast-moving apartment fire injures several in a New York City borough overnight. The massive blaze went to four alarms in the Bronx. Of the four people hurt, the New York City Fire Department said one resident is hospitalized with non-life-threatening injuries. One firefighter is being treated for smoke inhalation. Fire Chief John Hodgins says the blaze may have impacted over 100 families across two buildings. We have Red Cross and OEM on the scene uh, assisting with finding shelter for any displaced residents. More than 200 first responders battled the fire on multiple floors. In New York, I'm Jerry Barmash. This is USA News. The inventor and CEO of MyPillow is always looking for ways to solve everyday problems. Have you ever picked up a towel set because it felt really soft in the store, but then when you go to use it, it's not very absorbent? It's basically a towel that's leaving you out to dry. That's why MyPillow has developed the MyPillow towels. Towels that work. I know, it's mind-blowing. Towels that actually dry you. The six-piece towels that includes two bath towels, two hand towels, and two washcloths. They come in a variety of colors, and right now, 
now you can receive a six-piece set for only $39.98 with promo code USA. Go to MyPillow.com right now and click on the radio listener special. MyPillow products come with a 10-year warranty and they have a 60-day money-back guarantee. To receive this amazing offer on the six-piece set of MyPillow towels, just go to MyPillow.com. Click on the radio listener special and enter promo code USA or call 800-951-8175. That's MyPillow.com, promo code USA. Promoting God, family, and country. You are listening to Liberty Roundtable Radio. So I'm saying to you that Tesla CEO, after complaining about the government, outing the government for their criminal activity, instead of pushing to prosecute criminals in government, Elon literally goes to Kevin McCarthy and to Joaquin Jeffries and says, hey, man, surprise visit to Capitol Hill. They drop everything and meet with their buddy Elon. And they all chat, and how can I make sure that Twitter's fair to both sides? And how can I make sure that the government gets their fair shake? And, uh, you know, we don't know what happened during the meeting, though. We just know that Elon said he wanted to be fair to everybody. That's why he showed up. And we know that with a surprise visit from Elon, they dropped everything. Now, I wonder if I walked into the Capitol and said, hey, Sam Bushman here. Well, I don't dare walk into the Capitol. They'll, they'll just freaking arrest me, send me right to the gulag. Okay, what, what's going on, doctor? This is insane. Well, no, no, it's not. This is the way the big players play, and and it's a fascist approach to things. We've talked about fascism. It doesn't have to be jackbooted thugs. Don't have to be brown shirts or anything like that. Most of the people nowadays wear white shirts and ties and suits. Think about who's in white shirts and ties and suits. Yeah, and it's like white-collar fascism there going on. It, it really is. There's no question going on. And so what's happening the, the absolute implication of this is that Elon Musk is getting in bed with the government. I mean, he is saying, okay, you guys tell me how you want me to operate. I'll tell you what we can do, and we'll have this kumbaya. We're all good buddies on this, and we'll all work it out. He is putting his company at the disposal of government operatives. And, and this is what's happened with the NSA. I mean, they've got third-party providers of all the information, all your text messages, emails, your voice calls. I mean, anything you do except for maybe writing snail mail, uh, and they may be doing that too, and I'm just not going to go there right now. I don't know how it's all happening because that's a pretty different approach. But this stuff with everything automated, with it all digitized, with everything that can be, all the eavesdropping, the listening stuff, I mean, this stuff, you know, clear back in 2001, when the Patriot Act went through the uh, Congress at cyclonic speed, I mean, whirlwind kind of stuff, you know, and it comes out and Bush signs it and everything. Yeah, the Fourth Amendment, gone, gone, forget it. You don't have a Fourth Amendment anymore. And, uh, and so here we have Americans that are at the, I mean, we have the big boot on our throat. And Elon Musk, the guy that was going to save everybody, and, and he's still making those overtures in terms of his verbalization, but he has gone to the Congress and said, let's work out an accommodation here, how we can best work out what you guys want, and I can still make profits. That's really what he's about, is making profit. And so, no, this, this does not bode well. What should happen I, I can't, I don't want to say on the radio, to heck with you guys, only I'd say it a lot stronger than that. I'm going to run my company. We're going to abide by the First Amendment. 
You know? We're going to sue Just all like, these government officials that were belligerently in bed with violating the First Amendment, destroying people's lives and livelihoods and everything. And we're going to basically say, you know what, government doesn't protect you from your criminal activity. See, he should be going like that, not meeting with these leaders going, how can I make sure that I, you know, have a relationship with you? How's this going to be different than the way it was before under Jack Dorsey and, and folks like that? Well, it's it's really not. It's He's got this ostensibly... He's going to be fair, he says. Okay, what does fair mean? How? I mean, if he is, if he's throwing out forty-nine percent of his his favorable whatevers on the Democrat side and fifty-one percent on the Republican side, no, that that isn't how the program works. You don't trade favors like that. Uh, they should be hands-off. the The United States government has absolutely zero authority to dink around with his business. It's it's the way it is. I mean, that sounds pretty precipitous. Oh, no, it's factual. Serious. I agree, and that's why I'm bringing this up, because what on earth is going on? You got Jeffries and, you know, McCarthy hanging out, trying to be buddies if they're not already, or making the, me- you know, the media feel like, oh, they're buddies. Elon Musk rolling in to try to hang out with these people. It is insane. Meanwhile, up on Capitol Hill, there's a big concern, doctor. You ready Uh-oh. for the big concern? No, it's never happened. The satellite TV provider Direct TV now stopped carrying the conservative news network Newsmax, even though it's the fourth most watched cable news channel in the country. And everybody's really freaking out now because, man, we've lost our liberty, doctor. Well, you know, it, it's just re- there's no bias. Come on. There's nothing here to see. <laughs> It's nope, just insane. Here to see. And nothing Newsmax, to see. though, controlled by Chris Ruddy, hey, that guy was donating big time to Hillary. Oh, really? Holy cow. That's like. So there you go. You know, big the church fourth. leaders donating to criminals. I don't know. It's amazing, yeah. isn't it? <laughs> what, what on earth is going on? And then I say, we need to see something get done. And people are like, oh, man, they're working on it, Sam. But not a single whatever you want to call it, investigative committee, has even started, really. Well, here's the deal. I mean, you know, we, we're supposed to feel really good that uh, McCarthy's not going to reappoint, what's his name, Adam Schiff, back onto the so-called Intelligence Committee. Yeah, he's, and he's also not going to put that guy that slept with the Chinese spy on there either. What's that wacko's name? Yeah, well, that's the thing. Schiff, for years, has been shoveling uh, intel, uh, you know, secured information, Shoveling it out the back door, you know, but then we got uh, we got Biden, we got Trump, we've got Pence, we got who knows how many other people. I never took in my entire life, and I, I would be a petty uh, criminal, I guess, if I did. It, it took anything that was of a secured nature. I held, I honored my oath. I honored the responsibility I had to preserve, protect, and defend those kinds of things against enemies and no we've got people shoveling it out the door joe biden's son hunter apparently had full access to chinese stuff before him and joe went over to the uh to china and cut big multi-million dollar deals that uh, that the big guy joe himself takes a 10 percent cut of come on everybody uh, this is it, it's a criminal endeavor it really is it's really sad and I, I think if you really dug a little bit, like about for a nanosecond, you'd find there's every bit as many Republicans 
that are in the, the on the take is how do these guys what do they make a hundred seventy hundred eighty thousand dollars a year in the house and the senate something like that how do these guys that make that kind of money i mean no i know most people would be happy to take make that kind of wage but how do they come out after a few years multimillionaires? i mean come on, rent's high in that area you know washington dc virginia area where yes they indeed all live and, and and your flight home you know you're supposed to keep in touch with your constituency so they're spending money. They're supposed to be spending money. How do they come out multimillionaires? It's just astonishing to me. Well, now explosive I, I, new emails prove that Fauci's cover-up of the pandemic origin was based on a lie. Emails now prove it. But see, we're busy going now. Ah, let's meet with Elon to be fair. Let's go ahead and you know, let's put the good old boy network together and scratch each other's backs and such. And let's. Make sure that we take this guy off the committee and put this guy on a committee. We don't even need the committee. Shut it down. Okay. But in the meantime, you literally got Fauci retiring with big money. We now know that he literally based his doctoral positions on flat-out intentional lies. We need Nuremberg trials. And these guys are just going, hey, man, we're not even going to – they're not even talking about this stuff that I'm talking about, doctor. Not a bit. No, this, uh, I mean, people say the science is settled. The science is, I mean, you got the the California guys that are saying they're going to penalize doctors. Of course, there's a judge that intervened on that thing. But but this idea of science is settled, bravo Sierra. That this, there has been no science, zero science in this thing. You know, Fauci saying, I am the science? Okay, okay, I'll give him that. If he's all the science they've got, then absolutely, unequivocally, totally and completely, it's a lie. Look, we developed gain-of-function stuff to put the COVID out there. I mean, they violated federal law, spent taxpayer money. Who does stuff to make something more virulent and deadly? And and they pay for it with taxpayer dollars. And, and you know, Rand Paul and him had that little exchange that you saw in the hearing one time. And Fauci said, you're the one that's lying. You don't know anything. You're only an eye doctor. I'm an immunologist, you know, whatever. And and Fauci, we do need Nuremberg t- uh, too. And we got to do it before he gets so old he dies. Because he ne- he does need to get the full benefit of due process and then have to suffer the outcome of it. I am just appalled. And, and yes, Well, now check this out. They say the mRNA vaccines could now wind up in food supplies because they're giving the uh, mRNA shots now to the animals uh, and such like that. Well, Now, you know, while I, that's going on, the CDC investigates likelihood of strokes. We told them that from the start, doctor. You know, no. I mean, what what a, a couple of guys on the radio like us know. But here's well, how about these, the facts? Had, how about the yeah. truth? How about accountability yeah. and transparency for starters? All right, Dr. Bradley with me. Hold tight. Liberty Roundtable live in seconds on your favorite news the networks refuse to use radio station. for Moral Law is a nonprofit legal foundation committed to protecting our unalienable right to publicly acknowledge God. The Foundation for Moral Law exists to restore the knowledge of God in law and government and to acknowledge and defend the truth that man is endowed with rights not by our fellow man, but by God. The foundation maintains a twofold focus. 
First, litigation within state and federal courts. Second, education, conducting seminars to teach the necessity and importance of acknowledging God in law and government. How can you help? Please make a tax-deductible contribution, allowing foundation attorneys to continue the fight. You may also purchase various foundation products as well at morallaw.org. Located in Montgomery, Alabama, the Foundation for Moral Law is a nonprofit, tax-exempt 501c3 founded by Judge Roy Moore. Please partner with us to achieve this important mission, morallaw.org. This is a battle, a battle between truth and deceit. A battle between forces that would enslave this country in darkness and between a media that wants to present you with the truth. We are being censored. America's news outlets no longer provide the truth. 90% of news outlets in the United States are controlled by six corporations. The mission of the Epic Times is to chase the truth, to ground all statements in fact. TheEpicTimes.com Have you ever had great honey? No, I mean really good, all-natural, raw honey? Well, now you can, thanks to LocalHoneyMan.com. We can ship out our locally made honey all across the U.S. So don't worry, you won't miss out. Plus, Local Honey Man has so many different flavors, like Utah Wildflower, High Desert Delight, Happy Valley, and Blackberry, just to name a few. So purchase your delicious raw honey today at LocalHoneyMan.com. Begging politicians, bureaucrats, and educrats, and all do-getters to please obey the supreme law of the land, the Constitution. This is Liberty Roundtable. Back with you live, ladies and gentlemen, Dr. Scott Bradley and Sam Bushman. So literally while these vaccine criminals run around, they're pushing for vaccine passports. They're literally pushing for masks still. They're literally committing criminal activity and violating our First Amendment everywhere still. And now Elon Musk goes to the government and says, how can I let you control my business more? How can I get in bed and pretend that somehow it's more transparent and different than the old guard, but yet the new guard gets an emergency meeting with the, what, entrenched politicians? And uh, it's just insanity, doctor. And a lot of people believe we're making progress, but I don't think so. No, I, you know, so many of us are absolutely done, done. We're done with this COVID mandate, Bravo Sierra, that's been going on for three years now. I mean, literally. And and people have been run through the ringer. They've lost their jobs. They've lost their businesses. Their kids are way behind educationally. They have been injected with an experimental drug that has unbelievable side effects, everything from death to neurological problems, to uh, autoimmune systems, to neuromuscular problems, to stroke, to, I mean, you, you just the list goes on. The, the, the implications for fetal uh, death, the implications for uh, infertility, I mean, this, I would say that what has gone on absolutely look, makes the, uh, uh, the stuff that's been going on around the world with, with great masters killing off large numbers of people, it will, it will be right on the same scale as those things. And, and you look at um, Adolf Eichmann, for example. He was the guy that put the train schedule together to bring the, the prisoners to, you know, Auschwitz and some of those places where they were yeah, going to gas them. He didn't run put the time, gas buddy. in. Hey, they did, but that's the thing. He didn't kill anybody. He just brought them there. 
And you look at what uh, guys like Fauci have done. This is absolutely diabolical. And and uh, the reason I'm, a, I mean, I'm just shocked. I mean, I, I'm not in the middle of, of this hyperventilating that happens with people saying you got to get your booster. Stay boosted. Holy cow. Yeah, with every single booster now, there's a higher probability that you're going to have additional challenges. In and now life. they're saying they want to try to make the boosters the regular shot that would be delivered annually. Well, they talk about simplifying it. What does that mean? They're going to blend it. They're going to put it in a yeah, cocktail. It means an even greater concocted co- a suicide cocktail uh, is what they're on. And they say this could wind up in the food supplies now. What do you think of that? You will not be able to take it. Well, here's, yeah, I, I absolutely refuse to take it. But, but here's the deal. You're absolutely right. They are mass injecting. In fact, I read something the other day, and I, I haven't been able to absolutely verify it. Had some contacts in Australia that I'm trying to get some information through. But uh, there, uh, supposedly there has been a mass injection of the, of the cattle herds of this stuff. So it's being put into our food supply. I mean, grow your own groceries, people. Get non-genetically modified stuff. Stuff that uh, the Roundup hasn't been injected into genetically and all that kind of stuff. Stuff that the mRNA thing, it is absolutely appalling. And and then the, the chicken thing that's going on with the avian flu. I don't know if they're putting it in the bird food, if they're putting it in the, spraying it in the skies. But I don't know if you guys have noticed in your neck of the woods the challenges of the uh, supply chain stuff for eggs. I mean, oh, it's disaster. And everything is. is being brought to the brink. And I have a feeling that it's a race to see if we can, you know, remove a few of these criminals and arrest them or uh, if they'll be able to take us to war first. Because once they take us to war, I don't know how we're going to back out uh, of the thing. Right. That's kind of the problem. But now the CDC even investigating, um, you know, strokes, uh, problems with the heart and everything else. Well, now the Moderna people, they want to inject their vaccine straight into the heart now. Did you hear that? <laughs> Oh, man. I mean, the, this the poison is just gas. beyond. A, look, this is like Frankenstein stuff. It is crazy town. The billions upon billions, probably hundreds of billions of dollars that have been made. I, I saw something the other day about the personal billionaires that are now out there because of this stuff. You know, large organizations, institutions, churches, corporations, uh, financial things uh, that, that are now they're making billions upon billions upon billions of extra profit whether it's through dividends or through some other profit uh, sharing kind of thing because of these these vaccines it's it's a billion heirs factory is what it really is and uh, follow the money follow the money it's it's just astounding and, and uh, i don't know your idea of war i mean let's take that side trip for a minute now, let me be very clear. My idea of war is that they are trying to force this on us. My idea is yeah. not to advocate for war. Let's be very clear. I don't want them to run around and take me out of context and say I'm, I'm you know, mongering for war, that I'm this or that. I don't want war. I want everybody to step back, get on their knees, turn to God, repent, stand up, and go to work to restore the republic of the traditions of our founding fathers with pure application of the principles that made America great the first time can make America the most prosperous, safe, stable nation in the world again. Okay, so that's what I'm advocating for. Let's be very clear. I reject revolution and stand for peaceful restoration. I want to make that very clear, Doctor. Well, I, in fact, absolutely. You're, you're I believe they're trying correct. to take us to war, though. That's where I was going with this. Because um, war really is the fastest path 
to destroying liberty. I mean, the executive gets more power. We could read you quotes about this, the founding fathers said. And, and we set aside individual God-given rights. We put out stuff like Trading with the Enemy Act and the Espionage Act. And For stuff like expediency, that. we jettison the checks and balances, and most people are stupid enough to accept it. Absolutely. And, but it's a, it's a race to oblivion in terms of liberty. And uh, so you say, well, war is definitely. In fact, the Carnegie Foundation was investigating this back in the World War I era. How do we get a nation to set aside its mores, its values, attitudes, and beliefs, okay, and, and go into this globalist world? See, that's, where, that's what World War I was really go- was working towards. This was an opportunity that the globalists saw to be able to impose a world government of course, it would be without the United States Constitution, and that's we've got uh, so many attacks on that with global government going on with Klaus Schwab and all those guys, and the United Nations and the Council on Foreign Relations, and you know the World Economic. Yeah, the Council Forum on Foreign like Relations that. is mad though because the World Economic Forum is kind of supplanting them, and they're kind of getting mad, going, "Wait a minute! I thought our organization was supposed to make the decisions." So now there's a little bit of clash among the titans, if you will, Doctor. Well, there is, and and uh, you know the. The CFR was was established a little over 100 years ago with, uh, you know, the guys that were trying to get the Woodrow Wilson concept of global government, the League of Nations put out. And Klaus Schwab, I guess, is saying we gotta we got to accelerate this a little bit. But, but that's the problem is not a shred of authority to do anything that they're claiming they can do. And, and we're just kind of willy-nilly letting it happen. By the way, did you see that uh, Christopher Wray... Uh, the director of the FBI was at the World Economic Forum. Heck well, yeah! What, heck? what was he Who, doing there he is doing a big there? question. Yeah. See, in my opinion, he should be arrested for being there because he has well, no authority. Hold on, constitutionally, he has no authority to negotiate for the United States, right? He doesn't have any authority. Anything the Constitution well, know, doesn't allow it to exist. Agreed. I'm I just mean, saying, especially <laughs> though internationally. Hey, this guy doesn't even. Even if you accept this position internally, which I don't, but even if you did, he has no authority to, to negotiate for us or to, to represent us internationally whatsoever. No, none. And, in fact, he's probably in violation of the Logan Act, which was passed, you know, a few centuries ago that said, basically, if you're dinking around in this stuff that is trying to set foreign policy for the United States, you're in violation. This is a criminal act. I mean, well, we never even think about that. I mean, people don't understand that. Well, Nancy's manipulated tactics could be considered that as well. Sure, and so could uh, what's her name? Oh yeah, Hillary, <laughs> and her, her, and this idea of negotiating away America's uh, 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 uranium stocks. You know, while she was in there, and Bill Clinton and her taking the the money to the bank, uh, grinning all the way with quarter million, half million dollar speaking engagements. And holy cow, people are capitalizing um, on their position and they're gaining great benefit that from that. And they were worried Roger that, that. If somebody stayed in, in uh, what's his name, Trump's hotel when he was president, that that yeah. was a problem because of his uh, emoluments clause anyway. So yeah. It's just astounding. That applies astounding. to the goose, never the gander. That's the point with these clowns. That's for sure. I want to end on somewhat of a good news piece. You ready? Oh, I'm ready. California's assembly bill. It's called 2098, just so you know. 
It was the one that would reprimand physicians who shared, yes. quote, unorthodox COVID-19 information. It was blocked by yes. a state judge on Wednesday. Judge William D. Shubb, I think is how you say his name, issued a preliminary injunction blocking the bill. Doctor. Well, that was because I think five or six physicians, I don't remember how many, but there was just a handful of them said, hey, wait, wait, wait. This this stuff isn't quite as settled as you say, and it precludes us from doing other things. This is an intellectual uh, predisposition to shut down anything that violates their, it's not just a narrative, it's just not a storyline, it is a script. And uh, by the way, religions and governments, governors, uh, public health officials, everybody's been on that same script. The media You're people. Right. But, but five but doctors nice sued. It's been stopped. It's Newsom. Been stopped five doctors sued in November for violating their rights to, and this is important, free speech and due process. Well, anyway, so the judge stopped it. Now, it's a temporary injunction, so I don't know where it's going to yeah. go from here. But it's a start. You know what? We've got to stop it somewhere. We right? do. But you brought up Newsom. I mean, I'm sorry you had to swear on online and in on the air. But uh, <laughs> did you hear some of his comments about uh, the, their uh, mass shootings they've been having in California? Yeah, he literally uh, says uh, it's a it's a suicide pact. Well, here's the guy's the, a nutcase. He, he is. The U.S. government's not doing enough. He says I mean, because the only time we stop a thug with a gun is when a good guy has a gun to stop him. Every that's time right, that's the way we stop it. So don't we just need more good guys with guns? But that's the exact antithesis of what California is doing. See, California has become almost a gun-free zone. I mean, I know I'm overstating that a little bit. But because legal, I mean, you know, law-abiding people are having more and more challenges, there's more restrictions, there's all sorts of uh, big impediments put in for a, a law-abiding citizen to have a firearm. But the fact of the matter is, it's happening in California where they're having these mass shootings. So you tell me, how's this working out for you, Newsom? How's all of these restrictions assuring that your people are going to be more safe? No, they're not. Well, we just and couldn't get more restrictions because of you, doctor. That's, you know, <laughs> why. But now we do have a little bit of good news as well, but there's a fly in the ointment. Looks like illegal crossings after Title 42 put in place by Biden has reduced some of these border crossings by 97%. That's the good news. The bad news, though, is it's a trick because what Biden wants the people to do is wait outside of the United States and Mexico. Then he's got a fast track to bring them in if they obey. So it sounds good on the surface, but the betrayal is in the works. And hero citizens are risking their lives in the line of fire by stopping criminal thugs with guns. That is the good news. We also talked yesterday, uh, myself and Lowell Nelson, about the legislative session. We'll get to that a little bit next hour and see what Dr. Bradley's comments are on the legislative session. Man, it's a, it's a, in my opinion, we're under siege for 45 days whenever that, that thing is in session. We'll talk about that. Hour one of the can, hour two coming up, freedomsrisingsun.com, lovingliberty.net. We declare this nation shall endure. God save the republic.
Broadcasting live from atop the Rocky Mountains, the crossroads of the West. West. You are listening to the Liberty Roundtable Radio Talk Show. Show. All right. Happy to have you along, my fellow Americans. Sam Bushman live on your radio with Dr. Scott Bradley. FreedomsRisingSun.com is website. This is the broadcast for January 27th in the year of our Lord, 2023. This is our two at two. The goal always to protect life, liberty, and property to promote God, family, and country in the traditions of our founding fathers. It is a freedom-loving, fantastic, faith-filled Friday. We're taking America back one heart, one mind, one issue at a time. Yesterday, we talked about the state legislation or legislative session with uh, Lowell Nelson. And he mentioned there's about 400-plus bills in the hopper. We're, you know, only a few weeks in. Uh, But, Dr. Bradley, I call it under siege. Okay? Utah Legislative Discussion 2023 is what we're going to have right now. The general session session runs from January 17th to March 3rd, 2023. So, really, we're only, I don't know how to say this, we're only, what, the 17th to the 27th? We're only 10 days in. And boy, howdy, do they got a lot in the hopper. And the primary issues are all about transgender, perverted sex, uh, whatever, vaccine bills, gun rights, you know, all the standard stuff. But every time we just take a beating, that's why I say we're under siege, doctor. Well, I, I'm sorry to even give you further disillusion, Sam, but a little update. You know, you talk about 400 and something bills. As of today, there's over 800 I mean, that's kind of where we're going with this. I mean, do we need 800 new They really already have 800 bills in the hopper? Yeah. In in less than, or in 10, not even 10 days, because today's the 27th, so we can't even count the day yet. It's just started, right? Well, here's the deal, though. They started, now, again, this is kind of Utah-centric, but every single um, legislature has the same thing. And I, I think back always when our legislation comes into session, Back in 1866, there was a judge in New York named uh, Gideon John Taylor. He said, no man's life, liberty, or property are safe when the legislature is in session. It's absolutely true. And what happened in Utah, and again, I'm sure that every other state that's listening anywhere can say, hey, wait a minute, that happened here too. The very first day, they just, uh, you know, they bring it to order and they're going to start their, you know, session. I don't remember the count exactly, but there was probably close to 20 bills in both the House and the Senate. Boom. Passed. No hearings, no publicity, no nothing. They brought them forth. Again, cyclonic speed. I mean, this is a whirlwind. And and there were bills brought forth. Now, of course, uh, there was no committee hearings. There was no public, you know, input, no nothing or anything like that. Okay. They had been, my opinion, working behind the scenes to bring about this cyclone of things that they didn't want to have hear the light of day. I mean, see the light of day. Or hear the the voice of opposition by public input. They they absolutely, the, the leadership has, it feels like they've got it uh, really snookered. Now, there's a number of things. They get the formula on and they run it through. For example, if they're going to, somehow destroy everybody's uh, religious liberty or right of conscience or something, they've found some years ago that if they put a clause in there that says churches, because of the 
footprint of, of the church in, in Utah. Churches are not subject to this law. Churches get behind it. They, they help ramrod it through. They come and testify on behalf of it because there's a simple clause in there that says churches are not bound by this, but individuals, they have their property rights, their religious liberty, their right of conscience thrown under the bus, but churches have gotten behind that. The legislature now knows that. And that's what they do, too. They've found that there's some issues that are, you know, it's, it's like oh, we've, this made-up sexual status stuff. It gets a lot of preeminence because it's the politically correct thing to do. Our governor is right in the middle of that. You know, his pronouns, he, he's so proud to play his pronouns out and all that kind of stuff. It's just astonishing to me the credibility we give for stuff that shouldn't have the light of day. And uh, they ramrod through 800 bills plus are right now in front of the legislature. And uh, so our life, liberty, and property genuinely uh, are not safe while the legislature's in session. I ask you, Sam, how often, how often do we have any legislative enactment that holds sacred those things? I, I would say it's pretty rare. I don't, I don't know that we've seen it literally in years. There's a few token uh, events, okay, like, for example, they want to make Constitutional Month in September. That's one of the Ooh. bills they've got. And, I mean, that's good. I'm never going to down sure. saying we need to, you know, bring attention to this. But it isn't changing in any way. It isn't holding the line or, you know, if they want to do that, skip the make September month, Constitution month, and reduce your 800 bills to zero for a change. Well, no, no. Okay, no see, just, that's to just, me what would make the difference, right? Absolutely. But that, that's the problem is they go through the, the motions of it. They say, oh, we're going to recognize that wonderful document. It's true. We should. Uh, I had a pageant I wrote called A Day to Remember. We put it on for a number of years. We'll have to talk about that maybe sometime if you're interested. But I would be very delighted to see them actually applying the Constitution. I, I Actually, let's, let's let it live in our hearts and minds as we commemorate the great icon of power that prevents tyranny. Uh, let's do that. Let's not just give it lip service. It wasn't it Isaiah that said they draw near to me with their lips, but their hearts are far from me? Roger that. They, Amen. They, yeah. Anyway, i just like to see him live it. Yeah, <laughs> I'd like to see him just back. Look, God gave us, in my opinion, God gave us 12 commandments. I know people say there's 10, but, you know, I look at love the Lord thy God and love thy neighbor as thyself as kind of the two commandments the law hangs on, right? Then you got the 10 commandments. So you got really 12 guidelines from God. That's it. It's been 6,000 years since Adam on the planet. Uh, and those are God's, you know, guidance, T literally 12 things. Now, I'm not saying God doesn't say more. I'm just saying in general, that's his guidance. Do the 12 commandments, basically. Um, you know, you can you can get people off alcohol or off drugs using the 12-step program. All they need is 12 little, you know, guidelines. Government literally wants 800 in the state of Utah, just say, every session, 800 to 1,000 or whatever the number is. So think about a thousand in Utah, a thousand in every state. That's fifty thousand in the Republic annually. Okay, I mean this is just absolutely psychotic, insane, and they want to debate every jaunt and tittle of this. They want to debate every little tidbit. We got to nuance this, and we got to revisit that. We got to update this, and we got to change that. We got to 
take away this clause from this and add this clause to that. And they go on and on and on and on. All the while, don't you just need to stick to the 12 that God gave us? And if you really taught those, preached those, encouraged people to live those, did your very best to get on your knees and pray that you'd have the strength and the faith and the courage to live, and then you get up and you do it and self-government, isn't that what we should be focused on, doctor? Because isn't that the real answer? Absolutely. I, we talked a little bit last hour about the uh, the idea that uh, some of those guys that were at the convention of 1787 writing the Constitution, they weren't so sure there was going to be enough to do to keep the Congress and stuff busy. So they kind of had to write it into there. you got to be in session, though, because just in case, you know. I mean, they it was one of those things that was a minimalist kind of Well, then bring them all home. Tell them not to assemble in Washington, D.C. at all generally. Uh, and they can have an online virtual meeting, you know, uh, once a week or once a month or something. Well, the founding fathers didn't have those kind of technologies, obviously. I know, but we could update it to that following their intent, though. Yeah, you're right. But but here's the deal, though, is that that really the idea of government, its principal purpose is to secure God-given rights, okay? And, and everybody gets their, they think that the best way to measure their success is how many bills they bring forward and, and get passed. And so the, the uh, you know, Utah legislature is just a, a good example of a bad example of how My measure of success say, is how many could I just, how much of government could I repeal that's unconstitutional? Nothing more. Sure. But these guys all say, hey, I got seven bills through last year, whatever. I mean, I'm just picking a number. And, and if everybody could say they got seven bills through, pretty soon you're saying, I can see how we've got that many bills that are being, they're throwing enough mud against the wall so they can do that. You know, this, this idea, they do pretend legislation and stuff like that. That they, they uh, it, it's out of the Declaration of Independence. They're, they're doing it constantly, only they do pass it through the legislature, but it's, it's unconstitutional. Utah legislature, they for example. They don't have the authority is the problem. They have never been delegated proper authority for what they're doing at all. Therefore, they're Absolutely criminals correct. and should be arrested and thrown in the clink. They're violent. Let's just take, for example, the Utah Constitution very specifically and unequivocally states that it, even in emergency, because they have an emergency operations clause in the Utah Constitution that says even in the emer an emergency, a government official, temporary expedient kind of thing, cannot violate the Constitution. So when the Utah legislature here a few years ago said, oh, yeah, if we get an emergency, the governor can legislate, they violated the Constitution. And they all, the cannot. unless they spent their time protesting and doing their very best to stop it, they're all guilty of dereliction of duty. They all should be thrown in prison for this, doctor. Well, I agree. And you say, Sam, you're too harsh. And I say, no, I'm not, because what precedent do they set? if we allow it to continue? That's the real question. What president are we allowing to be set? Well, anyway, that's why I'm calling the Utah legislative session is we're under siege until they're done because I believe that's factual, ladies and gentlemen. I don't even see any real good bills. There's a few bills that seem decent, but it's only to maybe correct bad bills we've let go before. That's the only... I don't know what you want to call it. Defense, I even see. Hang tight. Liberty.
Well, at LovingLiberty.net, we most certainly do. And we want to help protect your liberty, too. Become part of the family. Everyone knows that the core of any society is the family. Therefore, the government should foster and protect the integrity of its family. We the people. Won't you join us as a Loving Liberty sponsor to help us promote the principles in the 5,000-year leap? Let's restore the miracle that changed the world at LovingLiberty.net. As you are aware, America is the divided over every fault line possible. This is intentionally fostered by those who do not love God, family, or country. We believe a peaceful future as a free people absolutely depends on civility. Clarion Call for Civility is looking for funding and volunteers at every level to make our hopes and efforts a reality. Please donate, sign our pledge, and help us in our sacred cause. Please visit callforcivility.com for more details. Callforcivility.com. The spirit of the American West is live and well in Range Magazine, the award-winning quarterly devoted to the issues affecting the American West. Each issue contains informative articles, breathtaking imagery, as well as the culture of cowboy spirit today, and gift ideas like the 2021 Real Buckaroo Calendar. Order online from rangemagazine.com. Loving Liberty Network salutes the spirit of the American West at rangemagazine.com. Decades after Jimmy Carter, Joe Biden picked up where he left off. With America surrendering to terrorists, Biden's foolish spending is causing inflation, which means more pain at the pump, higher prices on groceries, devaluing your retirement savings when you need it most. Once was a mistake, twice is a disaster. America needs strong leaders, not weak ones. Save America JFC is responsible for the content of this advertising. With news the networks refuse to use. You are listening to the Liberty Roundtable Radio Talk Show. All right. Any final thoughts on the legislative session, Doctor? We're uh, 10 days in. Oh, my gosh. Well, 35 days left of abuse, huh? It, and the, the, the problem is I talked about at the beginning how they ran these bills through the first day. That's nothing compared to what they do the last day of the session. You know, they... They're to end at midnight, and it's just like, holy cow. And and the problem is that uh, they just run them through. And and uh, i just give you an example here. Um, two sessions ago, the, gener- uh, the 2021 general session of the state of Utah. Again, uh, this is, you're going to see these kind of egregious violations all across the nation. But, uh, but a bill was passed. It was called, it was a governmental use of facial recognition technology. Holy Hannah. Two years ago, this session, it was the 2021 general session, passed virtually unanimously in both the House and the Senate. And it was a sellout of the, of the Fourth Amendment completely. And do and, uh, you remember uh, here some weeks ago we inv- uh, interviewed uh, Nan Su from the Epoch Times the Asian editor for the Epoch Times and on what was going on in China and how he said in China these facial recognition things, they're tied into social scores and credits and so on and how you can uh, d- deal with society, how you can travel and spend your money and all those kinds of things. And uh, we kept coming, bringing it back. We kept saying, no, 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 this is happening in Utah. Utah. 
the little red state of Utah. No, it's not a red state. Well, yes, it is. When you consider red China and red It all Utah, depends on how yeah. you define red there, Doctor. It is indeed, but here's the deal. Senate Bill 34, two sessions ago, passed virtually unanimously. Well, it was unanimously in the House and almost unanimously in the Senate. These people, criminal activity is what it does because what they do is they allow the inroads of facial recognition. And of course, you know how that's going now in the United States, how they're expanding that. Uh, to do stuff at the, you know, this you've been used against terrorists. Well, are you an enemy of the state, Sam? This is, you know, you look at what Lois Lerner did as the head of the IRS when she was, you know, targeting quote-unquote conservative groups, which we could discuss the misuse of the term conservative. But the fact of the matter is, uh, if you were perceived as someone that wanted smaller government, more constitutional government, Second Amendment stuff, anti-abortion, you figure out the term she did, and she caused them to have difficulties with the IRS. She was It was a weaponization of a, of a government agency. You know, the FBI could be accused of that, certainly the CIA, the FDA. You, you name who's going to put call you an enemy of the state, and this facial recognition stuff that Utah passed virtually unanimously uh, two sessions ago, and it's expanding now in the nation, and uh, they're they're weaponizing this stuff so regular Americans. I mean, I, I've talked to some people lately that have done, the, they travel a lot, and uh, they hardly have to show a piece of ID nowadays because they take a picture of him. They, they do all of the you know, the connection points, and they say, oh, yeah, you're you. Uh, how did you enjoy your trip to Belize or whatever, you know? I mean, it's like, how did you know I was in Belize? I didn't show you my passport with the uh, stamps in it. I mean, it's it's absolutely astounding how this kind of stuff is taking over in the nation. And I could tell you a story right now, uh, be, but I, I don't need to go into the details, but I ran into a t- of medics that were there for a SWAT team action when I was out hiking one day. And, um, I, I, you know, I was asking what's going on, and it's a long story about how the SWAT team was engaged on somebody that was up a little higher on the hill and so on. And anyway, I went to introduce my, they, myself, and they said, we know who you are, in that tone of voice. How did they know who I was? I'm just a guy hiding on a hiking trail. No, you're not, buddy. You are a patriot, and all pa- and this is what we're going to talk about coming up here, second half hour, and I'll tell you how they know who you are and all the details. But look, Biden got caught lying about the FBI. Now, he said he was all willing to have his home searched by the FBI and all this kind of stuff. He's different than the Donald because Donald, whatever, and it isn't true. It turns out that the president was not being especially truthful when he said that he invited the FBI to search his home last week. That isn't true, okay? I, turns I lost out, you there, Sam. I didn't turns hear your out, commentary there. Biden got caught lying about the FBI. It turns out he didn't invite them to his home like he claimed, and the media spun and lied. The truth is that he uh, was pushing back and trying to make a deal, uh, and then they basically said, look, we'll get a subpoena. We'll get a warrant if you don't comply. And then he decided to comply. So 
Bottom line is Biden even lied about that and got caught. See, this criminal doesn't belong in the White House. We made a big deal about it when it was Trump. Now when it's Joe, it's no big deal. In fact, it's way different. In fact, let's just check if other presidents have made the same mistake. That's what this has come to. Kevin McCarthy, meanwhile, hanging out with Elon Musk to control Twitter, hanging out with the Democrats to try to make good, cozy relationships. Nobody going after these criminals. Look, Biden's a criminal. And now you literally, like I told you last hour, hey, the Treasury Department will not even comply with with the demand to get information or the banking records of Hunter Biden. We know Hunter's a criminal. We know that he's been, look, investigated since 2017, folks. It's been six years. And now the Justice Department's like, we're not even going to let you get the records. We're not going to comply. And then Joe, oh, I cooperated. Different from Donald. No, you didn't. Now you got caught. The FBI was going to issue a warrant if you didn't comply. So you complied and then pretended that was your stance all along. See, this is, we, doctor, I don't know what to do because I'm a peaceful person, okay? But when we discuss what we're going to talk about next half hour, they have gone too far. How long can I pretend to be a peaceful guy? Well, when I say pretend, what does that mean? How long can I be a peaceful guy? When they literally have me under siege, I don't mean just the legislative session. I mean everything. These criminals are going to put gene-modifying substances in my food. They're going to literally arrest all of my buddies for tiny infractions, if anything at all. They're going to reward the criminals and let them walk free. They're going to control everything I say and everything I do. Now it turns out there's evidence in court cases that Google has programmed their, quote, woke AI or artificial intelligence systems to censor the Internet. That's primarily me. And now we have an interesting story over at WND.com written by our buddy Bob Unra that says this. And this is what we'll talk about next half hour after the break. We'll get into it. AI or artificial intelligence used by the feds to track ISIS now targeting conservative Americans. Artificial intel used against, quote, foreign terror threats employed against domestics is the headline. And it goes into some horrific details about the United States government back in the day fought disinformation spread by ISIS by creating what they call military-grade artificial intelligence. It quickly identified and many times neutralized, censored ideologies that they claim the, quote, radicals were disseminating. Now the Fed's plan is to adapt that technology so that Americans who dissent from the, quote, politically correct lines on, say, vaccine safety, vaccine truth, maybe election integrity issues, also can be censored. That's according to a new report that came out from Just the News, which cited documents and cyber experts who are documenting this phenomenon. The report says the, quote, National Science Foundation has already handed out millions of dollars to universities and private tech 
firms to bring forward technology that was developed at DARPA in 2020-12 era. At that time, it was running what they call a social media and strategic communication program, and those tools helped them identify misinformation and deception campaigns and counter them with, quote, government truthful information. They were used during the Arab Spring uprisings and the turbulence in the Middle East that spawned ISIS. The report said back then the idea was to track and to minimize the impact of distances who weren't friendly to America. I have more. Liberty Roundtable Live. Your daily Liberty Newswire. You're listening to Liberty News Radio. USA News, I'm Lance Pry. Travelers in the southwestern USA this weekend, be aware, Interstate 15 will be closed in both directions in Las Vegas, Nevada, through the entire weekend for a bridge removal project. President Biden is urging calm as officials plan to release video of an arrest that led to a motorist death in Memphis, Tennessee. Body cam video of the encounter with 29-year-old Tyree Nichols will be released to the public today. And lawyers for his family say will show him being severely beaten on January 7th. Nichols died a few days later. Five now-fired police officers face second-degree murder, aggravated assault, aggravated kidnapping, official misconduct, and official oppression. Senate Intelligence Committee lawmakers are being stonewalled by the Biden administration regarding America's secrets in personal homes and unsecure office buildings. The lawmakers with security clearance are weighing how to force the intelligence community to turn over the classified documents that ended up in the personal possession of Presidents Biden and Trump. James Cameron's Avatar, The Way of the Water, is moving up the most successful list. The epic sequel is now the fifth highest grossing film of all time. James Cameron's follow-up to the 2009 original has grossed more than $2.5 billion worldwide. It moved ahead of Avengers Infinity War on Thursday. Next up on the list is Star Wars The Force Awakens, which is only $14 million ahead. Domestically, the film has made $603 million, good for 13th all-time in North America. I'm Jerry Barmash. International Business Machines, or IBM, and Hasbro has announced plans to cut their global workforce by thousands of jobs to prepare for darkening economic outlook. On the other hand, companies such as Chipotle Mexican Grill Incorporated and Airbus SE have added jobs. This is USA News. Shaquille O'Neal here. If you battle back or hip pain or knee or shoulder pain, you don't have to tough it out. You can just turn it off with Smart Relief from Icy Hot. You just push a button and whoosh. Smart Relief sends waves of relaxing pulses that safely block pain at the nerve level. It's simple, easy to use, and it's been clinically tested to start providing immediate relief for hours, even after you turn it off. So if you're battling pain, let Icy Hot help you win that battle. Turn on Smart Relief and turn off pain. Use only as directed. 
Nothing fights the winter blues like a delicious and satisfying meal. Luckily, Omaha Steaks makes it easy to stock up and fill your freezer with flavor. Save on perfectly portioned favorites, easy meals, and so much more with Omaha Steaks Freezer Filler Sale. Go to omahasteaks.com and use promo code TREAT at checkout and get $30 off your order. That's $30 off an endless variety of gourmet choices. Visit omahasteaks.com, use promo code TREAT at checkout to get that extra $30 off your order. Minimum order may be required. Back with you live, ladies and gentlemen, the good doctor, Dr. Scott Bradley with me. So we're talking about this story, ladies and gentlemen. It is scary. AI used by feds to track ISIS now targeting conservative Americans. Official intel used against foreign threats now turned domestic. Should Americans dissent from the, quote, politically correct narrative? Well, should it be considered a national security threat? That's what DARPA's objective is to determine that. All right. You can't do this. They want to identify people running such programs and counter their messages. That would be Dr. Scott Bradley and myself. So when they say we know who you are, that's why, doctor. Similar schemes are about now being used against, quote, American speech. Yeah. One of the most disturbing aspects of the, quote, Convergence Accelerator Track Project is the tools being developed by the Pentagon and DARPA for the monitoring of the average American citizen to make sure their, well, thoughts are in line with what's acceptable to government. They've been working on this since 2011 2012, but now it's coming to fruition and being pointed domestically. The new version, they say, targets those wary of potential adverse effects from the COVID-19 and those who are concerned about fraudulent election. I'm sorry. Skeptical of recent U.S. election results. He warned it's actually treating domestic populism as if it were a foreign national security threat now believe it or not trump was involved in this a little bit he started it with a little more i don't know what you want to call it not so sinister plan but it has turned into biden so what happened they say is because of covid listen carefully because of covid they have trained the people to expect government to censor And now that they've got that foothold, they say, we're just going to go back and say, look, you are not allowed to have those views because you become a threat to society. You will be guilty of murder if you tell lies about COVID or whatever. Um, This is the technology created by DARPA and the Pentagon now turned against you. And me, Dr. Bradley, and everybody else who stands for liberty. You know, Sam, it's been going on a lot longer than 10 years. I mean, you, we we all know this. But yeah, they're uh, just talking about the modern version of it. They've had Operation, right. uh, oh, what's it called, Mockingbird out for a long time. So it's just the new yeah. 
greater control versions, so to speak, we're talking about. That's all. The monitoring and censoring and manipulation has gone on forever. But the new modern AI-driven capability of this is the point. Well, yeah, and it's a it's a much more powerful tool because of the algorithms that can be written for technology. The idea of the artificial intelligence that's used plus the uh, facial recognition. I mean, it's becoming quite, quite efficient at uh, stuff that you shouldn't be doing in a free society. There should be no dossiers kept on anybody in our free society. I mean, think about this. Uh, Free, free countries don't do this. I mean, yeah, the Cheka did back in the Lenin de- days, the Stalin days, the NKGB, you know, the the uh, the uh, NKVD back in Stalin's era. I mean, we had the Gestapo, we had the Stasi, we had, uh, I mean, all sorts of totalitarian governments that we can all identify with. Papers, papers, your papers, you know, they, they didn't have near this technology then. And I mean, Stalin, he would have been ecstatic. He'd been dancing in the street, if you can think of that ugly picture. Uh, dancing in the street if they thought <laughs> they could do this. We're doing this in the United States of America. It's absolutely astounding. This is not an issue. Now, what needs to happen, legislative enactment needs to be, not like Utah did two years ago in our legislative session, where we expand the ability to do facial recognition collection of information without anybody's permission. Well, they give themselves permission, but you can't have a word in it. And and so you lose your Fourth Amendment stuff, but the government's doing facial recognition. They're collaborating this on national programs so that they can can easily identify who is and what, even if you're wearing a, a mask with dark glasses on, for crying out loud, I don't know how it works. But the fact of the matter is, that is where this is going. The states are complying. The feds are doing it. And it's in, oh boy, I wish there was time to talk about how we created ISIS. I mean, we have the best enemies money can buy. And we take, you know, action to oppose them. And we Well, Donald Trump even complex. said that Hillary and Bill, <coughs> or the, you know, Clinton created ISIS, right? Well, absolutely. And Obama was involved and Trump was involved. All this stuff. We created it. I mean, this stuff in Syria where ISIS just, ISIS just blew up out of nowhere. I mean, we were supplying them. We were training them. We were funding them. And, and they, they got too big for their britches, we say. But the fact of the matter is we had to put this big opposition together to save Iraq from falling into their hands. Holy cow. We won't protect our own borders. But getting back to this AI and, and uh, recognition stuff, we truly... Uh, oh, he okay, said Obama. Is, he said Obama was the founder uh, of ISIS. I guess is what Trump said. I'll get that soundbite ready in just a second, Doctor. Okay, uh, I, uh, yeah, ISIL and everything Obama wanted to use because he was Arabic and his uh, Muslim background and everything. I mean, well, okay, we don't need to go down that path right now. But the fact of the matter is, by the way, Lizzie, to- get that soundbite. Tell me when you have it. Go ahead, Doctor. Okay, so. What we had when it became apparent, I mean, Snowden did everybody a lot of service when he brought some of these things out, the uh, the Assange things, and everybody's going, oh, my goodness, the NSA is collecting all this information on us. <gasps> it's terrible. It's bad. It was terrible. It is bad and all that kind of stuff. So what did we do? The Senate said, no, we, we, we're going to make it illegal for them to collect this information directly. We're going to make it so they can only buy it from third-party providers. So if Verizon or AT&T or T-Mobile or whomever, 
the the Lex, the local exchange companies, a anybody was uh, was able to capture this information, they could hand it over to the NSA. That did not help us one shred, and so we don't need to put this together and say, okay, kids, uh, it's going to be illegal for this kind of um, AI stuff to happen with a government agency doing it. You cannot say it's okay to obtain it from a third party. It must be made illegal, illegal to be collected at all and not obtained at all. Let's well, and it, already, it already was until they created all kinds of laws that violated that pretend legislation without authority. But look, when the sitting president of the United States and or a candidate that becomes president claims that another president founded ISIS, that needs to be ran to ground as fact, and prosecutions need to take place because that's a national security situation. Or it needs to be completely proven false. Here's Trump. ISIS is honoring President Obama. He is the founder of ISIS. He's the founder of ISIS. Okay? He's the founder. He founded ISIS. And I would say the co-founder would be crooked Hillary Clinton. There you go. Now, you can't make those kind of claims, doctor, candidate, or president, against another sitting president, whether you're the president or the other guy's the president. You can't make those kind of allegations without follow-up and prosecution, if true, and or uh, absolute blatant in the media repudiation if it's false. Nothing ever came of that, doctor. Nothing. And I still have the well, soundbite. We shouldn't be surprised nothing came of it, but but it is factual. And now, again, Trump is not known for the details. I mean, he's a broad brush kind of guy. And he makes this accusation, but there are devils in those details that are behind that. You know, and, and of course, it, this has been going on. I mean, FDR basically made certain the Soviet Union survived the 1930s. They would have died on the vine. George Marshall and our State Department made certain that Mao Zedong uh, was able to take over the mainland China. I mean, uh, we we look at all of these things and see how we have been complicit in the actual bringing forth of the best enemies money can buy. The idea that ISIS was founded, and, and you say founded, well, I didn't have a constitution signing on that or anything, but we funded them, we armed them, we trained them, and we help them against uh, Assad in Syria. And, and Trump and they, complained but never did anything to stop that relationship, did he? He didn't. And then on top of that, he, he got jumped right in on the whole thing and uh, jumped in the uh, Syrian thing on the side that, that Obama was supporting to begin with. And so by All right, let's nature, go ahead and skip this break real quick, shall we? By nature. Should Americans – go ahead, doctor. Well, I was just going to say, Trump facilitated the expansion of, of ISIS and kept us there. We sent Tomahawk missiles in there against Assad on behalf of ISIS, if you will, if you know the chain of events. It, was a relig it is a religious war, and he was facilitating it. We're still there, kids, and, and we just don't seem to get it that we don't have any authority to do any of the stuff that's going on. So, yeah, Trump was, in, was complicit in this thing, too, by the way he treated things. And, and we, we, we just need to understand that what's going on behind the scenes is destructive 
of not only the peace of the world, but it's also destructive of our republic because we're engaged in these military adventures all over the world, destroying our ability to defend our own selves. So, so yeah, here's the question. To, Should Americans okay. who dissent from the, quote, politically correct narrative be considered a national security threat is the question. Now, I think the answer is yes. But here's the deal. What is the politically correct? I know they use that term and they've manipulated it. But look, back in the days of the founding fathers, the founders were considered liberals. They weren't conservatives. Conservatives wanted to hang out with King George. So words have twisted meanings, as you can see. I mean, think about um, uh, the Patriot Act, to make the point, or, you know, these kind of things. Um, but I think that when you say, from the politically correct view, the Constitution is the supreme law. That is correct, politically, morally, and otherwise. And it's Obama, it's Trump, it's Biden that are going to go, that are going against the supreme law of the land. And so we need to look at that very seriously, doctor, because they make statements and do things that are just criminal in nature. And they've got to be stopped. And you say, Sam, why don't you protect Trump? He's the good guy in this. I don't think so. You have rumors that, that the military is going to go ahead and take over the government and bring back liberty. That alone would be an unconstitutional coup, even if it were to happen. Even if the ideas are, quote, benevolent. It's not the way it's supposed to happen according to the law. You're absolutely right. Uh, this, I mean, people, people that don't understand what they're doing are the ones that are putting us into the problem. Those that will not obey the law of the land, the United States Constitution, that taken they've taken an oath to do so. Um, the, these people uh, are really the source of the problem. And and what's happened is we've become a nation of ignoramuses, basically. My people are destroyed for lack of knowledge. So said Hosea. And Isaiah said uh, uh, very similar, too. I mean, these guys anciently saw it. They were prophets. They saw the future. They, it applies to us today. We, we lack knowledge, and we're being destroyed. And so they, they have perverted the definition of terms, if you will. And, and uh, the idea, uh, can you imagine? I mean, think, Sam, I don't know if you remember this far back because it was 2008. <laughs> but we did a radio interview back in 2008. We actually went to, we didn't go to Missouri, but we got the Missouri Fusion uh, Centers on the line. Yes, I remember on, this. Yes, sir. Roger air, that. Live. Okay. They kept hanging up on us. You remember that event. But that yes, was 2008. Anybody that had a Ron Paul sticker on the back of their car. That's Liberty Roundtable uh, Live, baby. That's what we do. And, and uh, Chuck Baldwin, Second Amendment, pro-life, those kinds of things were identified by organizations as subversive, potentially terrorists, domestic terrorists, no less. Well, and but, it gets worse, doctor, because now they're suing everybody who wants to stand up for liberty, those who want to do what's right. But it's going to get worse, Okay. Because they don't even want to sue you with a human now. They've had enough of that. It takes too much time. Do you know what chat GPT is? I have no idea. I'm not a social media kind of person. If that's right. what It that isn't is. social media. This is a new piece of software that is an AI, so it's artificial intelligence, and it's an API, which means you can connect to it with other software and, and control it. It is a database-connected 
artificial intelligence, I don't know if I should say person, but bot is the, probably the best way. So chat GPT is what it's called. And it's so smart that you can ask it, get, build it kind of a, what you want, and it can come back and do something for you. So I can say, hey, I want to know uh, all about the Declaration of Independence. Uh, I want to understand how it applies to the Second Amendment. I want to whatever. And you can give it this. And then it'll come back and give you deliver you this intelligent response. Everybody's loving this chat. uh, GPT thing. Okay, kids don't have to write their term papers anymore. No, right? heck no. Yeah, colleges are freaking right now. Yes, <laughs> your point's well taken. So anyway, but here's the deal. Chat GPT just took the law exams. I guess it suggests a future use, Minnesota professors are now saying. Chat GPT uh, got a C+. Plus. Maybe decent enough to be a it's better, quote, better lawyer's Joe Biden. tool. Better than Joe yeah, better Biden. Joe Biden yeah, he he plagiarized his way through college. You know, John Johnson wrote school, this right? article, and this thing is literally this bot, and it's now it's can get a C plus on this thing. They say that it's just going to get smarter and smarter. Here's the point: they're now going to have these bots just simply. Uh, I want to sue Scott Bradley. Here's your lawsuit. Take it in, file it. That's where we're headed with this technology, doctor. And this is part of, because they say this open AI group built this thing, but this database is so massive, you could only have government help to build it. Somebody needs to follow the money and prove my theory on that correct. But I'm telling you, this is where we're headed. Scott Bradley is a bad guy. Boom. Here's the whole dossier on how Scott's a sovereign citizen, how Scott's of this, Scott's of that. Now, it's not necessarily true, but it's factual if it's on the Internet and we can put it together in a cogent document. You now will have to challenge that bot for proof and superiority. It will become the de facto truth teller, and you'll have to fight an uphill battle against it, doctor. That's where we're headed. Other than that, it's not so bad. Are you there, Doctor? Uh-oh, we'll grab, get Dr. Bradley back real quick. He just dropped off. But that's where we're headed with this thing. We are headed into a very, very scary situation. I don't know how to even respond to this. It's so scary. Because what will this do? This can dig up from the remote corners of the Internet anything and everything that's said about you, etc., to the point where you're going to debunk. You're going to have to spend time debunking all the misrepresentations. Some might call them errors. Some might call them factual faux pas, missteps, whatever. And then if you try to sue and say, wait, you can't say that about me, they'll say, hey, man, chat GPT is where I got this information and I'm sorry that it was incorrect, but by golly, this is a serious threat to your liberty, doctor. Well, I wish I'd heard the last few minutes of your audio because I'm positive it was monumental. But uh, I lost your audio, Sam. So give me a kind of the Reader's Digest version or the Cliff It's called Chat GPT. It's a bot that's super smart. 
that can eventually be the attorney. So all I'd have to say is Scott Bradley's the evil guy. I want to sue him, and it would write me a lawsuit. I can say Scott Bradley's one of those sovereign citizen guys. Can you back? Can you give me information on this? You're going to spend your whole life, your whole time, wherever you go in the future, trying to debunk all the stuff gathered by these AI bots controlled by who knows who. I submit to you that the Pentagon's probably involved in them, or the uh, DARPA, or uh, they say it was written by Open API or whatever it is, um, or Open AI. Um, but I'm convinced that this isn't as simple as it seems. It reminds me of Bitcoin. Where did this really come from? You got to follow the money to run my theories to ground on this. But I'm telling you, we the conservatives will be spending forever trying to debunk the bogus information used against us. If we sue, they'll eventually come back and go, "Well, I got it from Chat GPT." I mean, I'm not I'm not really responsible. That's just what you know. I did my best, and. They're going to be able to slander, liable, abuse, sue, everything us uh, with this tool as it gets smarter and smarter and smarter. Well, all, all of those things are, are certainly true and great risks, but I'm even more concerned about how all the outcome, I mean, maybe not more concerned, That's everything's pretty concerning, but the um, manipulated outcomes that come from these things, when you're... Uh, when your defense attorney is is the same chat group and they've already manipulated the the way they want it to come, uh, you know how they want the outcome of whatever your lawsuit is or your prosecution is or or what they're chasing down on you that they've decided is not politically correct. This is this is a replay of of what Nansu and you and I talked about about how the manipulation that occurs within the cloud, if you will the database cloud that's on you. It says your social credit score is not good enough to be able to buy gas this week or whatever. Your food is going to be manipulated. We're going to find that you can't buy this kind of food because we say you should eat that kind of food. I mean, who knows well, how this stuff will be integrated into a full-service kind of uh, control program. Amen. And you better push back, folks, while we have the chance, because this is sinister by your government. More evidence is that the government's behind all of it. Write it down. Remember who warned you as we learn more about chat, GPT, where it comes from, who controls it, who feeds it the information, who funded it, what are the origins of it, et cetera, et cetera. Don't call me and tell me that you know all the details, okay? I, I've researched all those, too. I'm just telling you that it is not as purported. Write that down. By the way, Pat Buchanan now retires his syndicated column, Doctor. That's a sad day. Well, yeah, I heard that earlier today. I mean, uh, he's uh, – uh, how old is he anyway? Uh, like I mean, 88 he's or something. He's not that old. 90. Uh, is he he's 90? in his 80s. Holy cow. Almost 90. Maybe he's 90 now. 88 at least or something like that, though. But, yeah, he's, he's retiring. Uh, and, you know, it's a sad day. We lost – I shouldn't say we lost. We'll be missing a true patriot with some real forward – in uh, intellectual um, pros that are just really, really valuable. Adam Schiff now is going to be running for Senate. He's former chairman of the House Intelligence Committee. We got to get rid of that committee altogether. But now he's going to run for the U.S. Senate. Diane Feinstein currently sits in the seat. We don't know if there'll be a battle between those two, or if uh, she's going to step down so he can waltz in, Doctor. Well, I don't think there'll be a battle, honestly. I mean, I think Dianne Feinstein, uh, I think her handlers, maybe herself, does not recognize the cognitive uh, challenges she faces. But um, uh, so I think her handlers will say, you know what, you've had a good run at it. 
It's really yeah, gracefully time, make sure that the next guy comes in that we want in, so there's no break in the run of deep staters. That's what's going on with that. Now, Dr. Robert Malone, who I have a ton of respect for, says, I can't support Trump if he defends clot shots or COVID shots. Amen, doctor. Stop and think about it. Whether it's red flag laws or, or the USMCA, you know, the United States Canada Mexico Agreement, I mean, or, or whether it's the warp speed kind of stuff that happened, uh, there's some real there's some real fatal flaws going on out there where he says the constitution ought to be set aside and this or that or the other. And uh, it's like, Holy cow. I mean, come on. They're fatal flaws, people, absolutely fatal flaws. And, and, and here's somebody that's supposed to be the chief executive. I mean, you look and compare that to to how George Washington ran things. It's like um, he never wanted to do anything that violated the constitution. He tried really hard prevent that if he if he stumbled along the way it's because he's the first guy in the line amen final story for you speaking of i won't support trump robert malone's got one of the reasons why there's many others the constitution uh, snafus as you mentioned is another one doctor but here's the deal now marjorie taylor green has her committees but her real aim is vp in the trump administration she sees herself on the short lift for the VP position, says Steve Bannon. What do you say to that? Well, uh, there's just, I mean. Don and Marge. Stop, stop and think about this for a moment. <laughs> Why do presidential marriages happen? President, vice president. They're to deliver electoral votes. The Kennedy, LBJ hatred, I can't put it any softer than that, was so widely known, but he picked up. In order to get the presidency, Kennedy put LBJ as his running mate because he needed the electoral votes out of Texas. You look and see what Trump would gain by putting Marjorie Taylor Greene in there. She wants to bridge, you know, between the conservatives and the, you know, all the others, whatever, you know. But the fact of the matter is it might be on her bucket list to be vice president. I don't know. But I just don't see it happening. I just cannot imagine why someone would pick up, I mean, here's here's a Georgia candidate, and Georgia has got such a kind of a, I don't know what you'd call it, a schizophrenic uh, electoral kind of mindset nowadays. I don't even know if she could del- deliver the electoral votes in Georgia. I don't think she could because, again, these AI bots have painted such a picture of her that she doesn't stand a prayer. No. And, and Sad there's tale, a lot of true. A lot of reasons it wouldn't work, and it's not going to work. I just don't see it happening. We need a real person to step up, folks. Who could it be besides Dr. Scott Bradley? All right, there you have it. Hours in the can. One and two. Love it. LibertyRoundtable.com. LovingLiberty.net. FreedomsRisingSun.com. Check out all the work we're doing. It's incredible, folks. Not because of us, but because we stand with the Founding Fathers and God Almighty. God save the Republic.